Welcome, everybody, to Wheeler, the podcast special Christmas edition of Jacking Frost. <laughs> oh, we jacked a lot of frost here today, Wheeler, didn't we? <laughs> I, I don't know where that, but it's a good one. You came up with it after I said something categorically worse a year ago, and you were like, we can't have that. I <laughs> I probably should have re-listened to last year's uh uh j- just claws <laughs> because I completely forgot it because I forgot the name we came up with. I'm pretty sure it was Jack the Halls or something. Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's either way, they are not good names, and these are uh I'm not gonna say these are bad movies. These are not. <laughs> these are in undefinable movies i can define them a little bit oh please one of them is nothing <laughs> nothing happens in it and the yeah. other one is an underappreciated holiday classic and which is which might surprise <laughs> we are today talking about jack frost Frost 7 and Jack Frost 1998. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, one is a horror movie and one is a uh, family uh, Disney n- movie. It's a movie where, um, no spoilers, but something tragic happens to a child named Charlie. Um <laughs> Which you might recognize from the past two podcasts of this flavor. Um, if your name's Charlie and it's between December 1st and December 31st, maybe just stay inside. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, we're Okay, first we're going to talk about the family friendly one that came out in 1998. Because there's not a lot to talk about. <laughs> And I, I, we can't forget. I have to keep this in my memory so I don't forget anything. It's important that the listener know that you and I watch them in opposite orders. Yes. <laughs> now, can I, you tell me what informed that decision on your part? Because I think you watched it at like three in the morning, didn't you? Yeah, I got off work. I said, "Oh yeah, I have to watch this for the podcast," and I decided to watch the one I had already bookmarked the page for. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> you watching the the, I think you had the better experience with this. I will say that my experience had more of a sort of natural crescendo, whereas I imagine your experience your experience to be a little bit more of kind of a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, okay, Jack Frost, nineteen ninety eight. It's Michael Keaton is the main guy. Uh, Batman? Batman. I mixed him up with Norm MacDonald for 20 years. Because <laughs> of how the snowman's face looked. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's actually not in this movie a lot. And yet it's still too much. Yeah. Uh, he's in a Chris... A, a, is it a Christmas-themed band, or is it just as a Christmas-themed name? 
They sing the very first scene. They sing a blues rendition of Frosty the Snowman. Yes, with a band consisting of a violin, a piano, a bass, a guitar, drums, and the singer also having a harmonica. It's like a seven-piece blues ensemble, (laughs) and what we noticed is that the violinist is just sawing her ass off, and there is no violin track playing. I don't she sometimes she appears in the rest of the movie after this nope. either. <laughs> she was taken behind the scenes and shot immediately after. <laughs> uh they this is the whole moment of a they have a whole like, hey Marvin, this is the new sound you're looking for moment. Sorry? Uh you know that scene in Back to the Future where Marty McFly plays guitar and he and then the guy in the crowd says, Hey, you know that new sound I'm looking for? This is it. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> this movie has everything. <laughs> he yeah, holds they... up his folding flip phone with visible red and green pickup and hangout buttons to the stage from the back of the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Another note I have, they are very sweaty while they are on stage during this. Oh god, they are sloppy with sweat. It is um, unsanitary levels of sweat. Uh, they basically get, get they don't get signed off this. They get a near record deal out, off of this, basically. Oh, they got noticed off of this. Yeah, um, yeah. Which the radio broadcast the next day is like, uh, or was it the yeah? It's like uh, it's our it's our local band. We we like them a lot uh, here on uh, ninety six point nine The Sturge. Um, and <laughs> oh wait, let me clarify what they say. They say music music from the seventies and nineties. No sixties, no eighties. I like that. It's a really interesting choice, and I like that they say no sixties, no eighties. We promise. <laughs> um, it's this is gonna maybe. Um, hang a shade over the rest of this review, but I think that was maybe the funniest joke in the film. Uh, there's one more, I think. There's one more good joke in here. Uh, yeah, uh, basically, honestly, I'm, I was surprised at the fact that the main guy isn't actually that bad of a dad. He, okay, you and I have extensive experience with Scott Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is no Scott Calvin. He has a sports child. He has a sports Charlie who loves Wayne Gretzky. And the main emotion that comes out of uh, out of this dad figure is kind of a regret, kind of a double-ended regret of like, I'm going to regret if I don't go do my song and also I'm going to miss my child's hockey game. Yeah. And then he comes home and apologizes to his child, which was very mature for 1998. Parents didn't know to do that yet. Yeah. Uh, didn't... Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I'm, I was about to say, didn't uh, Santa Claus come, af- come after this, but actually it comes way before. <laughs> uh, to continue the movie, uh, the amount of snow in the- is insane to me. Well... As we know it's Denver, snow. Colorado, so yes, it's yes. it's South Park weather. They they just kind of have a permanent <laughs> blanket of snow. Um, 
I don't want to jump ahead to the end of the movie, but let's keep that amount of snow and what it takes to maintain that snow in mind. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. I will become so pissed off. Um, uh, so at this point, a... the dad is not um, has not experienced anything terrible, but we're getting there. Yes. Uh, there's a little fight. The kid kind of quote kind of goes Sue here. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Um, he goes full Sun Tzu, um, but his his opponent is basically Buzz from Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, these kids are, like, freakishly serious. Like, the way they conduct this snow war, they sound like... And they, they add war sounds to it. Um, there's this, like, the, sque- the squealing of missiles and falling bombs as they... <laughs> As they huck snowballs at each other, and um, it it really is a we we can't win like this. We have to take out their general, and then their general is King Bradley from Recess. Like, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. The kids' kids' name in the kids' name is Charlie Frost. Mm-hmm. The main character's name, the main guy's name is Jack Frost. What's uh, the mom's name? Gabby. Gabby Frost. Gabby Frost, yes. I <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, Charlie does cool stuff. He saves the day of the snow war. This movie didn't pass the Bechdel test. I can't I <laughs> the only two the <laughs> only two only two women in this movie I can think of is the mom. And I guess technically the the girl that's that hangs around the hockey team and Charlie sometimes. And she doesn't have a name. She doesn't have a name. <laughs> if brother, she does, I didn't learn it. Her bro- brother has a like Alex. Alex, maybe <clears throat> whoever he saved in the beginning. Yeah, I remember her screaming it over and over. It's not just Alex. It's Alexander. <laughs> um, say the whole thing every time. Uh, it's so important that you always say it. Um, now, these kids, they love hockey. They do. Um, and I don't want to skip ahead too far without missing anything important, so stop me if you need to, but um, is it... We find out that Buzz from Home Alone is on the enemy hockey team? Yes. Yes? Yes. And they do they do this thing, and they do it more than once in this movie, where someone will drop a one-liner... And the other person, like, the camera swings to them to record them not acknowledging it. And that happens here with uh, with Charlie and Buzz, where Buzz is like, Hey, did you miss me? And Charlie's like, yeah. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> and then they play hockey. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Uh, next we meet the mom, Gabby Frost. She's got some, uh, she needs someone to work on her pipes, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I <laughs> I have kind of a milf written down here. <laughs> it's them it's them high waisted nineties jeans, ain't it? <laughs> and the flannel sh- and the flannel shirts. Yeah, are you a lesbian wheeler? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, I have written down here George Michael looking ass. <laughs> what could that mean? Who? Uh, Michael Keaton, Jack Frost. 
I, <laughs> I think he looks like George Michael. It, this is just the same thing. Uh, like, like. Okay, but his hair is not as good as George Michael. Like bad hair, George Michael. Bad George hair, Michael. George Michael. Yes. Um, yeah. Because I'm looking at like a picture of like a, a headshot of George Michael from like GQ. And I'm like, no, Michael Keaton can't do this. Yeah, the hair is too. It's, it's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. The hair. That, that like, cross has no volume. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, he comes home. He's he makes bad jokes. They have uh, the parent moment. He's like I said, not a bad dad, not a bad husband. He's he's a fine character. Yeah, it's weird. They're like doing bits on each other, and like they're 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 there's a really surreal scene when Dad comes home and uh, and Charlie's already asleep. Um, and up to this point in the movie, we've seen that it's nine feet deep of snow everywhere in every direction. Yeah. Um, and yet Jack wakes Charlie up and goes, "Hey, Charlie, guess what? It's snowing." <laughs> Yeah, he had he literally had a snowball fight. It's like, gee, Dad, I didn't fucking know. Um, and this is uh, this is when they build the snowman of foreshadowing. Yeah, uh, they had a they have they have a snowman dick joke here. I thought you said hose. Ah. <laughs> uh. Weird how both movies have snowman dick and balls jokes. <laughs> yeah. And, and hair dryer jokes. jokes. It's almost like there's not a lot to say about fucking snowmen. And snowman boob jokes as well. Yeah. Every movie about Jack Frost is this. These movies were identical, really, if you think about it. Very parallel. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have written on this happy family. Because, like, this is just, like, this is just a happy family. There's, like, nothing. Yeah. It was honestly a little too earnest for me, and I think that's because I was raised on the t- more cynical Tim Allen movie. Um, so for these people to just be sort of universally nice to each other and be playing in the yard, I'm like, I can't relate to this. Make Dad burn the turkey. <laughs> he Well, he's still having to fix the pipes. That's true. Someone's got to fix that lady's pipes. Wheeler. <laughs> the... Here's a, Charlie has a nice joke about two martinis for lunch. This, I'm, did he? It was it was it was a joke. Why did the twelve year old do the martini joke? <laughs> That's a good question. Actually, he's watching too much TV. I guess so. Um, uh, this is where Jack Frost gives him the golden harmonica that will summon him wherever. It's the snowball of the snow globe from the Santa Claus, but worse. <laughs> it is. It really is. And we get a whole uh, setup of him promising to go to the hockey game. And it's obvious that he's not going to be there. Yeah. Botch of the century right here. Never promise your child anything. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the, the point of this movie here. Is that the moral? Never promise anything? <laughs> There's also... Uh, I have a snowblower joke written down. I'm trying to... I heard the where... snowblows, but not the snowblower. There's a joke somewhere here. I forget what it was. 
I yeah, that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Probably wasn't you, that fun. You could have said that about the whole movie. There, yeah. There's, uh, <laughs> next, the British guy. Yeah, was this guy? He wasn't the guy from fucking Shaun of the Dead. No way, right? No, like, no, that's a different British guy. But he seems really familiar, and I he did is, not look him up. He is in things. He is in things. Let me see. He is. There should be a name somewhere. Let me see. Mark Addy. Oh my God! I He's feel Fred like... Flintstone. Oh Jesus! He... You know what? He was Roland in Knight's Tale. Oh. Yeah, my, one of my favorite movies, and he was the one who had that great improv scene where all of the extras did not speak any English, so he just went, yeah, to make them cheer. <clears throat> I love that guy. He was excellent in that movie, and um, I'm going to say he had an understated performance in this movie. Um, most of his camera time, he was asleep in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He 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 was there. <laughs> uh there's a whole butt dad joke about him yeah. saying But Dad, you have to make it to the game. Did you just oh, say butt dad? Critical lore in this moment actually, moments previous. Now Jack is being ushered out of the yard uh to go to a band thing, but he's teaching Charlie a hockey move called the J shot. <laughs> yeah, this is just the J shot. <laughs> And this will come back. Yeah. Uh, next we go to the hockey game where Henry Rollins is coaching the team. Holy shit. I was like, who is that? You're <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's a Lawrence brother just on, just on the team as his son. <laughs> um, he, he talks a lot about um, making them shit on the ice. <laughs> um, and he gets really mad because they're losing a lot. And uh, the veins in his neck put on an excellent performance. Yeah. yeah, these, yeah I wrote down, these kids were never winning. Because <laughs> they were like 5-0 like and o in hockey. In kids hockey. Hockey's a low-scoring game. Yeah, that's a high, that's a high score. If you're getting, getting 5 0 in hockey, that means one of your teammates died. <laughs> that's calling the mercy rule there. <laughs> But they get, uh, you know, they get put in the penis flattener and they go home. Oh, eight. Henry Rollins is very mad. Um, and then. Um, well, at the same at the same time in the studio performing some Christian rock. God, what was that? <laughs> it was just... it wasn't like their usual sound either. Yeah, it was like, like I said, Christian rock. That would it sound like it to me. Nothing. It was just a completely toothless, this guy played guitar in high school kind of track. It, it meant next to nothing. Yeah. Uh, he realizes, oh no, it's too late, and I've missed the entire game. He gets home, <laughs> the, the dog chester, and basically informs him, hey, everyone's upset. <laughs> this dog lives outside. <laughs> basically, yeah. <laughs> He walks in, everyone's upset. He Why did you promise Charlie that you're gonna be there when you knew you weren't going to? Never promised Charlie anything. Yeah. The whole thing about him missing uh 
big moments like putting Fig Newtons in the, in the slide projector. You're going to miss his first goal and stuff like that. Fig Newtons in the slide projector. Now, I haven't used a slide projector in a while, but that feels like an almost undetectable prank, right? Because <laughs> light can't pass through the Fig Newton. So it just doesn't work? I, I don't know. Fucking got you, Jokerfied. But they're planning still to have their big trip tomorrow. Yes. The the big trip to Aspen? No, to some cabin. Oh. Aspen is where he needs to go for the big config uh what's the word? Audition, I guess. Um, I remember this part because my wife got very mad. Um the big audition is not like a closed thing. It's like literally a producer's fun Christmas party. Yeah. Why not just bring your family to that and when it's over, go to the cabin? I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I know it's a Gilligan's Island question. The answer is there'd be no movie if they did that. But... And, then, and then his wife encourages him to go to the gig, to the audition the party. Like, disencouraging the bad dadness. Yeah, she's like, I know this is important to you. And Charlie's like, hey, take your harmonica, you stupid dildo. <laughs> uh, and then, like, midway the trip, he realized, you know what? I don't want to do this. I want to go home. I want to go with my family. And he threw his cell phone into the ocean. And um, it turns out nobody wanted to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's super cri- weird to me. It's Christmas. He wants to go to some rich dude's house on Christmas. If you go to some rich dude's house this Christmas, you have the rich dude's house next Christmas. <laughs> this is basic. I hate money, and I know how to do that. Uh, I wrote down, is this where he dies? And then I wrote down next, yes. Because I was thinking that when he was driving from driving to the big rich dude house, that oh, they're gonna he's gonna like crash there with the British guy, but no, he crashes on the way back driving through the snow. Can you imagine the alternate cut where everyone dies <laughs> and there are five to seven <laughs> snowmen? Well, they, they all won't get snowmen, they don't, they all don't have the magic harmonica. They're in the band. Yeah, but they're important. It's the Jack Frost band, not the random British guy band. <laughs> okay, but if you got like a pair of leather pants that if you put them on, summon Gene, Senna, Gene Simmons, like, would you just want Gene Simmons or would you want all of Terrible Band Kiss? I mean, you would want the all the band. Yeah. But you're not going to get all the band. That's just um, how things work. Send those fucking pants to Goodwill, then. <laughs> Fuck. I like, I like in this metaphor you've painted, Gene Simmons is now dead. He's dead to me. <laughs> uh, a whole year passes. That fucked me up so bad. Yeah. Like, it's a lot. If they had cut the intro of this movie by half an hour... Yeah. Given us some dad flavor and thrown in a funeral scene so we could see the family mourn. <laughs> the impact of him coming back through snow yeah. magic would have made a lot more sense. 
It still yeah. doesn't make like, sense, though. They never talk about snow magic. Like, a year is, like, too long. Like, he's been in the afterlife for too long. They never year. talk about that either. Did he go to hell? I don't know. Did, yeah, they don't mention it at all. It, like, at first it seemed like, oh, he doesn't know. But then it's like, oh, he does, does know. Or who knows? He talks about being cold when he becomes a snowman. Yes. And I know that heaven is probably warmer than Colorado, but I can't help but think that he was in hell. <laughs> oh, this is a fun sequence where the bullies are like, he's no one since his dad died. Yes. Which is how bullies super talk. And Buzz, <laughs> is like, Buzz is like, who cares? I never knew my dad. Which <laughs> that, that factors into the plot later, I guess. It is like a 45-minute precursor. If you pay attention to the movie, the payoff is extremely funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's like British guys. Charlie is depressed. Remember the, uh, the, the Charlie Calvin depression meter? Oh, yeah. I feel like I could blow the dust off of that one. This is this is high up there. Yeah, this is pretty pretty fucking uh This kid doesn't want to do anything. He quit the hockey team. He just sort of hangs out. Um which I'm dadent and uh I get it to not have a dad, but um he stopped doing everything. This kid is pardon the pun uh kind of frozen up. Yeah, yeah. The whole scene of him doing the sidewalk and getting very frustrated. Uh, and yeah, this is just a, a big, big depression. Uh, when when does the... Let me see. What actually happens? I know he plays a harmonica. But he like, has like... um, He has like an I miss my dad attack. And decides to go out to the yard and somehow build a snowman without disturbing the snow at all. <laughs> Or well, is this snowing that much? I don't know. I'm seeing him drag his knees across the ground and not leave tracks, and it drives me insane. <laughs> um, but he eventually builds a snowman, and it looks a lot like the one last year, and because he misses his dad, he puts all of his dad's old stuff on it, mm. and then he goes to his room to play the blues on his little harmonica. <laughs> And uh, and then he does a spell. <laughs> I, I, I guess you can call it that. It's like a level six necromancy that comes out of this harmonica. Yeah, and he's just alive now. So well, not just alive. Um, I can't think of a worse way to be alive. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, uh, he just scares the kid for the most part of the first bit. <laughs> There's a lot of screaming, which um, it, it really, it really feels appropriate to be screaming at this thing. It's like a snow, it's a snow, it's like a golem. It's, it's, just a, seeing... it's a snowmunculus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like a mo- most of this he doesn't know like it seems like he doesn't know that he died it clearly seemed by the way yeah 
Um, He's like, oh, I'm home. Like, like he didn't die. It seems to dawn on him pretty slowly. Um, eventually, he does sort of acknowledge that he died, but at first, he's like, oh, I'm home. And like, you never get the, the direct acknowledgement happening. It's always just like, you do always, it's always, it's after, it's after the acknowledgement that was not on screen at all. Yeah. Um, it's almost like the movie had an idea that was, uh, <laughs> not, not really good to talk about. Too easy to get lost in the weeds. So they just sort of chose not to. Yeah. Uh, Charlie barricades the door because he doesn't want this weird snow creature to get in. And then he gets snow plowed. Yeah, which has no negative effect on him. No, it does not. He's he's back in the yard by the end of the scene. Yeah. Uh, Um comes home at some point and rubs on him and he (laughs) it's it's the worst. It's the worst thing. Yeah. What do we make of that? I don't know. (laughs) It just seems unpleasant for everyone. Yeah. Uh, then he just creeps around for a while, while Charlie has a whole thing of, oh, the snowman, it moved, it moved, and them not believing him. Not being believed is central, critical to any story where a child is a main character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then there's a time, this is, he just wanders the town now. Yeah, and this is where he uh, terrifies uh, our our good friend Rollins. Yeah, <laughs> and this scars him for the rest of the movie. <laughs> to the point where he doesn't even want to hear the word snowman. Yeah. Then he goes through the five snowman. Yeah, you gotta feel bad for a guy going through those stages. Yeah, he's, he, what was it? He went through denial, he went through anger. <laughs> by screaming at at the guy at at Rollins, then he went through acceptance by accepting that he's a snowman. Is that when he's walking down the street and he's like, "This is the most fucked up thing that's ever happened to anyone." I yeah. accept this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the kid tries to interrogate him with a dryer. Yeah, that's 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 very violent. <laughs> I mean, and is this okay? After this, he runs away. We get a whole scene of him approaching the bullies, and the girl has a whole line of school bullies being seventy-five percent of pri- prison populations. What? I don't know. She has a lot of fun, weird facts. Yeah, that's her, own, that's her only trait. Wait, no. Wait, wait, no. This movie does pass a Mitchell test. Wait, no. She's not named. Never mind. I was like, because she she talks to the mom, and I was like, that counts, sort of. Mm -mm. She talks about, oh, hey, did you know that pine cones can make be made into weapons or whatever? Yeah, an explosive of some kind. Yeah, big stunt sequence. Yeah, some of the worst scene work, uh, green screen work I've seen since the Amanda show. (laughs) It's like it's not. Not even the whole sequence. Is this like one of few a few of the Charlie sequences specifically? Because like the, the he's like, like the, behind Charlie, right? Yeah, like when no, when Charlie's the by himself. Is that when the green screen is worse? 
Yes. Yeah, you're probably right. Cause like, the rest is just them doing the stunts happening, and then him gently sledding down. <laughs> then Charlie by himself, and then there's like obvious screen screen, big, big obvious. The the snowman is a CG. Like some good. Sometimes it's like like too smooth. It's shocking to think that the practical snowman prop was from the Jim Henson Company. Because hmm. uh, the higher. Uh, should have hired what's the other one? Let me see. I have it in my notes. Hire total fabrication. What that's is the, total fabrication? That's who did the snowman for the other movie. Oh, yeah, they're they're real pros. <laughs> I have wrote down this is so nineties it hurts. In the nineties, all we wanted to do was go fast down slopes. Uh there's a you the man. No, I'm the snowman here. Oh, Christ. You're going to call that a joke in front of God and everybody? <laughs> it, you were trying to, so it counts as a joke. And then we have, the snow, <laughs> then we have the snow boobs moment. The snow boobs moment haunts me because it was on, like, every Disney VHS in the preview reel. <laughs> oh, I remember being kid and i would order i would go with my dad to the movie house video and get some kind of i get fucking aladdin or whatever and there was the norm mcdonald snowman titties again <laughs> uh i have big balls written down here oh yeah oh this is after the sequence and all that finished he's talking balls because he's literally a snowman and and he's snowballs yeah he's like isn't it great how my balls are so big I can do all this cool pivoting around and it's like, would you shut the fuck up? I'm begging you. Like, uh, he finally realizes his dad when he says Charlie boy. Then he realizes, I just hugged a snowman. Yeah, bad. You look insane. <laughs> uh, this is another okay, this is another commonality between these movies. They need to fix their freezers. Fix their freezers? There's like such ice. Like it's over for I'm Oh god. The freezer's like fucking full, right? Like jam packed. And the other one is full, and this one is just like ice everywhere. And not as bad as the as the horror one, but it's close. Yeah, I can see that. Uh he gets food for him, sort of. What was it? Frozen peas? I guess. Why was he hungry? He he doesn't eat. It was just so he could do a funny joke. Wow, I'm I'm on the I'm fucking cracking up, Chief. Uh next note here is Ding Dong Burger. Ding Dong Burger? Ding Dong Burger. I got nothing. I don't know what that is. Uh, I was during the <laughs> It was during the sequence of uh, commercials and TV shows. Uh-huh. This uh, for Ding... Commercial for Ding Dong Burger. Here, I got you. Oh, you have this queued up. <laughs> the Ding Dong King Kong Sing Song Burger. <laughs> that... Is that like a, a Big Mac with tuna on it? I don't know. I don't want to know. 
I think the most implausible thing is the graphic next to it that shows a bite going all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, we're starting to reach a point where things are nothing. Yes, okay. that is the biggest flaw in this movie, is that there is a desert in the middle of it. Yeah, uh, we're learning that it's going to get warm. Oh yes. no, <laughs> that thing it does three quarters of every year? <laughs> yes. Who could have seen be, it coming? Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be in the fifties, maybe even the seventies. Oh god. I'm getting I get very mad very soon after this, as I recall. <laughs> uh the whole scene of her talking about him leaving the hockey team. And he there's another scene of the snowman and carry man. Yeah. That was they didn't need to embarrass him like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then she asked the British guy to have a man-to-man conversation with him. And the British guy's like, I don't know what you mean. I'm British. We don't do that. That's not what he said. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't mention that she specifically asked, said she would never ask him to do that. Yeah, they have like a history that is never commented on or reacted to in any way. What yeah. is their deal? Uh, like it's obvious he's a close. You don't get any of him after after the upcoming scene, really. You think he's working on her pipes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we go to Charlie's snow cave. Yeah, weird, really extravagant kind of frozen levels of snow cave. Uh, he's got like a, what is it, like a frozen waterfall and a bunch of cool trees and shit in there. He's really living it up in his cave. Basically. Uh, so his dad bad teacher shot, finally. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of, in keeping with the theme of this movie, kind of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I guess something, I guess it's a shot. Damn, it sure is. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah. Oh, yeah, I have to open back, back my notes. I, I have them. Let's see, what else? I have no note. note. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, this is you just teasing the J shot. There's not much here. There's, I get other meaning here, but I, I do not get it at all. I can't extract any meaning from the J shot, and I've tried. It just means it's. It's just a little, you put a little funny, funny futz on the ball, and and then you win hockey. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they still think he's, he's, he's crazy, and they decide, and uh, this is where a British guy takes him to Shiverfest to have a man-to-man conversation. And this is where the funniest joke in the movie pays off. Because <laughs> um, the kid who never knew his dad... Is sitting by the wayside watching the father son <laughs> snowman contest. Yeah, I was a joke later, but this is fine. Also, <laughs> no, he just—it's such a—it's a big sad own. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Uh, a real, a real—we're not to I moment. To <laughs> we're not you and I moment. <laughs> Mr. Powers. <laughs> that's I don't think that's the reference I was looking for, but that, that works. <laughs> Remember when I 
Sorry. <laughs> uh, about to um, mute the British owl. Uh, he didn't mourn because he lost his groove whenever uh, Jack Frost's dad died. Yeah, he he lost his hockey abilities because uh, hockey is stored in the dad. <laughs> and he lost his music video. Music is stored in the lead singer. And... Yeah! Uh, everyone was kind of lip-syncing their instruments off of his mouth. I don't fucking I hate this movie. It's nothing. Uh, he talks about if his dad would wanted him to do music, and British guy says he wants you to do whatever you make makes you happy, which is I guess thing. Just literally talk to his dad about it, also. So I I guess. <laughs> but then when he does, his, he's like, "Dad, I quit hockey. It wasn't making me happy." And he, <laughs> and Jack is like, "No, you fucking love hockey. What are you talking about?" <laughs> Uh, I've 55 degree on again. Oh yeah, because it's starting to melt now. Oh god, we're coming up on the fucking parking lot, aren't we? <laughs> yes, that's, that's what I remember from this forever. I don't know why. It's It's got one good visual gag where he's getting shorter because <laughs> on December 24th, the parking lot is hot enough to produce heat shimmer <laughs> while being surrounded by snow. Yeah. Uh, he rejoins the hockey team. They don't want him, and but the girl convinces them. It's a big win for feminism. <laughs> and Henry Rollins is still scared of snowmen. I think that's true in real life, too. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, they also make fun of him for talking to the snowman right yeah. in front of him. <laughs> I'm not sure he deserves that. I mean, he he, he shouldn't talk to to the snowman in front of people. They'll see. Oh, he 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 reindeers the dog. Basically, what does that mean? I, <laughs> you know, mean? Do I? That's. No, the cross reindeer can go see the game. Oh yes, there's a word for that, but I don't know in my head right now. You mean he gets the dog to pull him to the game? Yes, like Balto. <laughs> yes, it's like Balto. <laughs> I, 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 that is a very strong little dog. Yeah, does that dog have a name? Uh, Chester. Chester. Uh, and then we get to the parking lot. It's God. It's uh, I. Yeah, that that is a that is certainly something. <laughs> um, should we skip ahead to like the big sort of reverse rescue? We have to put my dad in the mountain. Are what? we ready? Oh, uh, I I think I skipped over most of this part in my head. I think the director skipped over most of this part on film. Yeah, like I I know he talks to the mom. He, he and she freaks out and goes, "Hey, British guy, help me find Charlie, please, British man." <laughs> and then I know Charlie runs off wherever, and then. 
bully kid helps him because Snow Dad's better than No Dad. <laughs> shut the fuck! Did they he say says that? that? <laughs> he says that they need to shut the. Fuck. Uh, and that's I don't have any notes till the final scene. Really, <laughs> uh, I just know. Uh, yeah, I, you take it from here because I don't know. <laughs> I have no more well, notes. We get some of that Jim Henson magic when um when Charlie falls asleep on the couch in the cabin and we see Jack's big horrible snowman lips. Oh wait 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 wait! I, wait. There's one more scene about that's kind of funny. It it passes for a joke. It works. The <laughs> cop asking for the description of the snowman. Oh yeah, he's white. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude, he sure is. <laughs> okay, you you can continue. Um, yeah, so... Throughout the movie, the mouth of Jack Frost is kind of just a dent in his head. <laughs> but when he needs to kiss his son's forehead goodnight, um, they sort of stretch <laughs> off of his face, duck-like, to plant what I have to assume is the coldest kiss... <laughs> And somehow his son doesn't wake up. Um, yeah. He he then calls his wife. He calls Gabby, and he says, "Hey, you get them pipes fixed." Um, and <laughs> no, sorry, that's horrible. <laughs> um, he says, "Look, Charlie's up here at the cabin. Why don't you come get him?" And then <laughs> I imagined a scene that would have. It would only fit in, like, an Adam Sandler movie, but had it come to pass, it would have saved this movie for me. And the scene I imagined is that Gabby speeds up the hill in the car. Oh, no. And hits Jack with her car and knocks a live Jack out of the back of the snowman. (laughs) In the snowman. Yes, and he's fine. It's just a big Adam Sandler slapstick scene, but that unfortunately is not what happened. Um, oh, take us through. We a, yeah, we get a big closure scene for Charlie, where he just talks to the dad for a little bit, and then the mom pulls up. Uh, she sees him hugging, and she realizes the snowman was Jack the entire time, and then he turns into ghost regular Jack. <laughs> Yeah, he does. Yeah, he fucking does. Um, I couldn't tell he was a ghost at first because the effect on him was extremely subtle. Yeah. Um, but then he just sort of fades and he's like, okay, I'm going back to hell. And then the credits roll. Yeah, a note, a note I have is no closure for band guy, I guess. Um, here's, here's my closure for band guy. The credits pull down the street and jack froster <laughs> is going to be all about those two snowmen being missing bandmates and now they're haunting british guy you know what that's good 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 idea good idea <laughs> band guy did, does get a group get his groove back since he's playing music at the end of the movie movie uh yeah this was a film it was a film um legally I think that's about all you can say about it. Um, I'm I'm sorry, there was nothing in there. And we talked for about it a long time. <laughs> Ta-da.
<laughs> so let's get into the good movie. The great movie. The cult classic. Let me let me actually lead us in. I'll, I'll put you in my shoes. You're 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 11 years old and you're in Beaufort, North Carolina, and you're going to the movie house video with your dad on a Saturday <laughs> on a Friday evening. And you go into the open movies section and there's a holiday movie section. And one of them has an interesting holographic cover and mm. it looks like a friendly snowman. And as you <laughs> approach that friendly snowman melts the fuck away into the green eyed sharp toothed demon that does not appear in this oh yeah it doesn't he doesn't have green <laughs> eyes he doesn't uh, even have eyes most of the time he doesn't uh and yes the uh the main antagonist graphic for this film that scared me f- away from renting it as a child not present in jack frost 1997 <laughs> <sighs> Uh, this movie's awesome, and I'm yeah, like, great. I, I was laughing from the first minute and a half. This is a great movie about a fucking snowman. Yeah, it's it's honestly like surprisingly good. You think it's gonna be like, oh, this is gonna be bad '90s, whatever, but it's good. It's now, fun. I've, I've watched Velocipaster. That was pretty rough. This was better than Velocipaster. I'll, I'll tell you that much for free. That's high praise, high praise. Uh, <laughs> a first note here is I forget which movie this is because I, I did with just Jack Frost. So yeah, I forgot which one it was at first. Uh, there's a big. Uh, the movie starts with a Christmas tree and the role cast of names in the movie and a story being told about a serial killer who just got caught. I love this intro. It's it's crazy. It's an, it's crazy. <laughs> it he's an uncle is telling his niece a bedtime story about a serial killer. It's like, do you want a do you want a happy story or a scary story? And she says, fucking both. Okay, and the one thing I noticed from the notice immediately from the roll call at the beginning is Shannon Shannon Elizabeth American Pie. Yeah, she was, um... At, on first of all, is, is she gonna get naked in this? Didn't she? I mean, yeah, not not on, not nudity on camera by legal standing, but she did. We saw some butt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jack Frost kills people. Uh, social pruning is the word used here. This guy's like, wow. Hmm. How do you? Because he's not a eugenicist, because he clearly hates everyone he encounters. Yes. So he's a, he's a misanthrope. So his <laughs> idea of social pruning is to cut down the entire social bush. Yeah. Um, which, <laughs> if you're gonna be a villain, that's fifty percent better than Thanos. <laughs> Uh, the movie had a snowman supervisor. It did? Apparently. That was, they're in the credits. Were they asleep on the job? Because <laughs> there were nine different snowman props. Uh, Jack got caught when... No, okay, no. This is not when Jack caught, but he <laughs> put body parts in pies, I guess. Mrs. Puddle's pecan pies. Oh, I thought this was like an American pie thing, and he fucked one. 
you know, for Shannon Elizabeth. <laughs> uh, people pies in the Midwest. Okay, yeah, that's what happened. This is a very Midwest movie. <laughs> yeah, this takes place in like it feels like maybe north of Nebraska or Iowa, kind of in the like a Wisconsin I or Minnesota. Like, I feel like they say a place, but I don't know. Say like a place it can latch onto, but I don't know where. I feel like it's Minnesota. Don't quote me on that. I know this is important lore, but I feel it's like somewhere it's where it's somewhere where it snows a lot. Officially, it's in Snowminton. Yeah, Snowminton County. No, no, no. It's a town of Snowminton, according to Wikipedia. Uh-huh. But the sign they pass on the way into the town <laughs> says Snowminton County. <sighs> so, this place is a big deal. You're in New York, New York. You're in Snowminton, Snowminton, baby. Yeah. Um... We start with Christmas music and a prisoner tr- prisoner transport vehicle. Yeah, I love these guys. Uh, the I'm not picking on the actor. I did think he was like a dollar store Dan Aykroyd for a minute. Uh, the guy driving. Yeah. Uh, the the tone confused me so much. <laughs> yeah, let's dig into that. What uh, what's what struck you the right slash wrong way? Here? Uh, the Christmas theme. The amount of comedy horror and the amount of scary horror. There was no scary horror. Not, it tried. It tried one. to be. It tried to be scary horror. Um. When? I, I'll get back to you on that. Because <laughs> I enjoyed. This is going to make me sound like a complete monster. I I deeply enjoyed every single fucking murder in this movie. <laughs> every one of them. <laughs> Well, no. Yeah. Specifically not one of them, but that, yeah. one, that one we'll get to. I was sitting there watching this with my wife, and she looked at me and goes, that doesn't make any fucking sense. That could be any. That could be any of the murders. It's that one specifically. Yeah, I know. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. We'll get there, listener. Uh, they talk about the prisoner transport people talk about deep fried Jack at midnight. Uh, they, yeah, they enter Snowminton, uh, it's very snowy and hard to see stuff. And so they don't see the genetic research car that is going. What is it full of? Uh, I don't know. It just says genetic research car. It, it says caution acidic and it is just a tanker full of genetic acid. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that is. Um, I love this scene because they actually do something that good movies do, which is they flash to the rising pressure. And of course, they're really on the nose literal about it. But as they're having this conversation, there's a fire underneath the genetic acid truck. Um, and it's causing the pressure to rise. And then all of a sudden, this genetic acid bursts out of the truck's hatch and unmans Jack. Yeah, he just melts. He just melts. It's really fun. Like, there are some Crypt Keeper level effects, practical effects going on, where he's on the ground as a skeleton, still thrashing and laughing, and it's so good. Yeah, uh, and we see his snow DNA for a moment there. Yeah, what the fuck? We get a zoom in, a CGI zoom in on his blood platelets with icicles coming out of them. 
I'm surprised we didn't get more of that in this. Yeah. Even a little more might have gone a long way, because as it is, his power's completely unpredictable. Uh, we see the sheriff that caught him. Uh, sheriff Tiller? Tyler? Whatever. Something. It's spelled Tiller, it's, but it's pronounced Tyler. He's, uh, uh, he's kind of a Hank Hill figure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he cannot shoot the broadside of a barn, apparently. <laughs> That's the best kind of cop. Uh, he he just he just stumbled upon Jack. He didn't call. He wasn't after him. He wasn't trying to catch him. Just stumbled upon him and said, "Hey, what are you doing there? Don't move. Show me your ID. Wait, don't move. Wait, get down. You're in the wrist." And then he caught him. I feel like this is all Jack's fault when you put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how did he catch him? How? You're a serial killer. You can you can get away out of this. Can't you just kill him? Like, you killed your way into this situation, kill your way out. And then Jack, uh, on, on, after getting out of, getting uh, sentence, the death sentence, so he'll find a way to get at the sheriff. And that same sheriff drives past the wreck of the big prison transport and the genetic research material thing. And he says, hey, man, what the fuck's going on? And they say, oh, it's federal. You can go right the fuck home. And he's like, okay. And the kid says, touch my finger, touch my knees. Something, something, Jesus. The kid is weird. Yeah. Okay, the amount of of times he calls the kid honey. Oh, my God. That stood out to me, too. Yeah. Not to not to not to put into gender gender phrases, but like you don't call your son honey. You can call your kid whatever you want within reason, but um if I were the kid and I'm a woman, I just have a mouthful of French fry, um, I would not enjoy that from a parent. Yeah, like honey, that, like, I wanna be called honey when I'm sick. It's the it's what you call me as you hand me the chicken noodle soup. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Uh, we get the one the, the one surviving guard who didn't who didn't die said it was like he was part of the snow. And they're like you're fucking crazy. Shut up. And then the FBI guy takes him on a stroll. I guess. <laughs> I, he just he doesn't show back up. No. I'm gonna I'm guess the FBI guy just killed him there. <laughs> he just took him off screen and shot him. <laughs> yeah, he said okay, tell me what you know. And okay, then then shot him. That's and threw it. him on the pile of the violinist. Uh, next line here is kind of a milf again. <laughs> Which I didn't <laughs> notice any milfs this time. The 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 wife. Oh yeah, she also had those high waisted jeans. <laughs> yeah, it's very like I said, very similar themes. Oh, uh, did you recognize the the who who somebody? Who was it? Somebody in here. Oh, did you recognize Jack Frost? Did I recognize Jack Frost? Yes, human Jack Frost. Hmm, was he from something? He's from something that you should know very well. Wait a minute. Wait, I'm... His face was, like, thin in this movie, right? Like, he, he was kind of a... He was kind of... He had a scar, and, uh... G- give me a clue, but don't give me the name. I can do this. What, the actor name or the material name? Actor. Uh, Scott McDonald. Uh, Scott McDonald. 
I don't because I feel like this is uh, one of your one of the things that you have interests in. And I don't know. Yeah, if wait a minute. He was on like multiple Star Trek. Yes, there you go. <laughs> he was never a main character. Never ever. He was in um, nine, eight episodes of Enterprise. Nobody watched Enterprise. Not, <laughs> not even me. And I like love the theme song. Okay, he was also in a couple episodes of Steep Space Nine, Next Generation, Voyager. He looks the same in this screenshot as he did in the movie. <laughs> Which audio medium I know, but fuck if he doesn't look exactly the same. Oh, yeah, um, another another note is that uh, the guy that played the FBI agent uh, voiced a lot of anime old men now recently, like in the 2010s. Really? Was he like Uncle Iroh? Uh, no one like relevant, but like he does. Like he just does like that. Let me see that, that anime old guy voice. Yeah, I guess so. Is it, is, the, it, is he the deep old guy or the high old guy? Where he's like, we built this bridge together. He was cameo in Stardust Crusaders and Judgment. This guy did JoJo. Yeah, he was in JoJo. <laughs> oh my god! No, my god, him. <laughs> the fucking scuba mask and he voiced splinter in the uh, what how old how how when is this from like 1997 ninja turtles thing it was not the cartoon i think like a live action thing oh god the sort of live action thing oh wait a minute the next mutation is that the one where they had a girl ninja turtle with like a teal mask maybe yes venus milo (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I grew up with that one, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, oh, my next one is: Does this like the story Jack Frost not exist in this in this one? Um, they mention the song in the very opening. They're like, just like the song, you nipped at your nose. But the opening, the opening is barely canon. Barely, it's opening. fucking super canon. <laughs> the opening is like. Like a like a storytelling. It's it does doesn't count. It doesn't count. Listen, Wheeler, I hate to invoke this game, but Deadly Premonition uses this exact same framing device with Francis York Morgan telling his granddaughter about when he went to Greenvale, which makes me believe that this is Tiller telling his grandkid about when he worked in Snowmanland. Okay, okay. Uh I think a weird work here in There's... the in the in the whole movie also, but like in this yeah. specific scene in the kitchen. Oh yes. Uh it looks like it's being filmed in like my kitchen. <laughs> it's it's kind of an awkward, like I'm a person who walked into the room angle, and it kind of feels like I'm an invisible party just watching a regular family talk while their weird son makes, like, oatmeal poop or something. Yeah, I had kid-made poop soup. What was that? It was so thick. Well, we'll find out what it was. <laughs> All I know is that maybe it's oats? It's oats, yes, and something else. Is it oats and poop? <laughs> uh, this is the whole... We get... Uh, cut to the town, the middle of town, where they're having a snowman building competition. 
I love this. Um, congrats on the great rack, Snow Lady. Uh, we get the girl from American Pie I have written down here. Yeah. Uh, get the wife of the guy and like I wanted to be the I always wanted to be the angel on top of the Christmas tree. She's her character is very interesting. We call a line like that five shadowing. <laughs> Have written down all the of these people are dying. <laughs> Every single one. Yeah. Uh, have Billy written down? Billy, is that the one making the snow lady? Yeah, with the snow boobs. I and love we... that people just lean on her. <laughs> like, well, you can't hover hand a snow lady. She's not gonna mind. <laughs> Uh, to get the difference between snowman and snow women. These movies love balls, <laughs> and uh, Hank Hill hates the joke. Uh, this is again. This is the most Midwest Miss Midwest town have ever seen. Um, I was convinced, and I ended up being wrong. But I was very sure that the guy who owned the hardware store was the guy from Office Space who did the jump to conclusions, Matt. Nope, just sort of like his secret twin. <laughs> uh, same vibe, same voice, same build, same everything, but uh, different man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, see. He was in Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, God. He's been in multiple movies with unfortunate sexual events in them. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to sort by IMDb rating. Oh, wait. Who's the best in the cast? No, no, no. I'm saying sorting his roles. He was in Seinfeld episode. He was in the, West, the West Wing. Oh, he was in the Seinfeld episode with the picture of Jerry. George. Great. That George. one. Oh, the one where he's in a towel? The one where he's in the boxers. Yes, uh, the one that I saw in the ladies' room of a Texas steakhouse. Yes. Uh, nothing, I don't know any of these movies. He was in Babylon 5? Nobody Tour of Duty, Mapped. <laughs> I feel Wait. like... This is an injustice that we have to correct. <clears throat> Michael Keaton's Jack Frost is rated 5.4 out of 10. Um, <clears throat> the horror Jack Frost is only a 4.7. Oh, no. We gotta get those flipped, right? Like, yeah. that's so important. Uh, he was in a house episode in 2010. Oh, good. What's Married with Children, The Golden Girl. He's in a lot. What's he? What? How? Okay. Okay, we can't say. We gotta, gotta move on. Gotta move on. Oh, hey, uh, the guy who made this um, was a writer on a movie as recently as 2010. Uh, a forensic psychiatrist discovers that all but one of her patient's multiple personalities are murder victims. She'll have to find out what's happening before oh, her time is finished like... in Six Souls. Huh, I, hmm. Fuck, I've heard of this. <laughs> I, I don't like it. I... It came out ten years ago and it sucked. <laughs> Did I watch this before? I don't know. Wait, no, no, wait, no. I think I'm confusing this with the movie where a guy, all his friends die and all their spirits go into him. 
So he has to solve the murder. Wait, he... Or is this that movie? I think so. Is I do know. Movie? I'm fascinated with Michael Cooney, the director's IMDb, though, because he 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 was he he was the creator of a TV series in 2016. It got a 4.6 out of 10, just like everything else he's ever made. <laughs> he has three unair TV pilots since 2015. I love the blurb for Spark, his series. Because it says, set in an alternate history where gas and coal fuel the world. Huh. <laughs> <Interesting>. Imagine. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Let's get back to snow. <laughs> we have to. Uh, we have the same joke again with the snow. Then we get to the horny teenagers. Yeah. Because we have to, I guess. She, she says something about snowballing, I guess. Ew, does she? I, I not. I probably not the the implication that we know of, but she does. All I know is that her character is horny in the most specific, laborious kind of way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, salt ice deliveries. Why don't know what? Why do I have that written down? <laughs> uh, I have done those in real life. Did you know that sidewalk salt is unbelievably heavy and it sucks to move? <laughs> I, I yeah, I, I, I would imagine so. Um, I got promoted over the course of this podcast, which means next winter I'll probably be just sort of doing that a lot. So that one cut deep. Okay, this is the moment where I go. Those were oats, and I realize these are plot oats because he puts them back in his car. <laughs> Plot oats. And, okay, when he goes to the sheriff's office, there's a random dude walking in front of the sheriff's office. Can you say that again? Because I'm goes, not... When he goes to the sheriff's office, there's a random dude walking in front of it in the camera shot of the sheriff's office. I don't remember. But Did... there's a lot to remember in this one, unlike the other one. So. Yeah. Uh, we're at the sheriff's office. <laughs> there's a funny moment where the reception is like, what the someone died thing? Someone always dies. No, no, the hunt, the what was it? He wants to talk to the receptionist about something. He said, "Oh, don't interrupt unless someone died or something." And she has a piece of paper that said, "Someone died." Yeah, that's a really good gag, actually. Uh, <laughs> next line is funny dead body. <laughs> oh my god, yeah! And the way they're describing it, it's like his neck. Was just sort of pushed back. I mean, sometimes this happens. Natural causes. It didn't bounce. It didn't move. It just. And the entire time, he has the foot on the chair, rocking it back and forth. Oh, speaking of feet on stuff, not to say the worst sentence in the podcast. Um, let's rewind to the first time we see kind of a milf in the kitchen. There. Did yes. you know that she was fucking stanced? She had her foot, like, almost all the way up on the sink. Huh. And I was like, I hope she doesn't die, because right now she's been established as the most powerful character in the movie. She she should have been in this movie, to be honest. I agree. Of course, you and I are both very pro-MILF, so we would have said that anyway. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... So we got our first dead body. Oh, again, I have again, this is the most Midwest town ever, again. 
what provoked you this time? I don't know. This this is a lot of Midwest happening here. Uh, <laughs> uh, he calls the FBI and they assure him that, oh yeah, Jack Ross is dead. Yeah, no, don't worry. He we we saw that he beefed it pretty hard with the acid truck. And then he says it's oh it's over. And then the FBI guy says it started. And I first thing is that who is this Tim Heidecker looking guy? <laughs> That's what Agent Manners. Yeah, I think so. Agent Manners yeah, and Agent Stone. Manners is uh, well intentionally uh, fucking rude. He's so fucking yeah. rude so often. And oh, after this we get the autopsy of the dead body, which is just more funny dead body humor. Yes. Catcher in the catcher mitt killer. Yeah, that was a good line. It was a very quick joke, but it was pretty fucking good. Yeah. Uh oh yeah, I was expecting a jump scare on the next scene with the with the mom. This movie never jump scares. It's very yeah. mature in that way. It, very, it, it, it's cerebral. It, you know what, Wheeler? This movie respects its audience. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they do set up, up jump scares, but there's never, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Payoff? They, yeah, they never really pay it off. Oh, <laughs> this is a scene where she walks in the kitchen and the kid is just making cookies, I guess? He's making. He's dumping flour on a pan, uncooked. This kid needs guidance. Needs he's like I needs... made it special. And he's like, he's like, you know what's special is that snowman you built. And he's like, what clown in my house? <laughs> uh, I think like right after his, we get the gun people, the the Midwest panic going on. The of everyone in everyone in the sheriff's office panicking about the. About old man dying. Is this when we meet Hairspray Lady? No, no. She we get her. We get her. She she's okay. the receptionist. So ah yes. Yeah, she she is one of the four people in this movie that has that have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> well, she's very plot critical. Her shit is so important. It's her, the main guy, Jack Frost, and Shannon Elizabeth. Good enough. I mean that's that's all you need for a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh the shop guy says he's selling ammo at a discount because it's an emergency. Everything. <laughs> Everything he thinks he can push 20% off every time. Yeah, it's great. Fucking grifter. Uh have snowman time. The moment like the moment I saw him making the snowman. I knew it was like it was just like coming. Oh wait! Before I get there, I yeah, this is where we introduce her using the hairspray and flirting with the cop, which kind of goes nowhere. Yeah, it has a, it has a payoff sort of, but not real, not relevant. Yeah, I'd say sort of is about as good as we can do on that one. Yeah, but uh, the kid starts making the snowman. With the coal and the the carrot, it it's a snowman, all right. <laughs> it's kind of perfect. I mean, the uh, snowman, the snowman was pre-created, so yes, but it's kind of like very circular. Um, and 
as he's making this snowman, as I recall, uh, one of my favorite things happens uh, in this movie, which is um, instantaneous bully decapitation. Uh, basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, the bully steps up to him and tries to tell him to stop because they're doing a black ice run. And then the snowman decides to push him. And then he gets decapitated by the kids doing the Black Ice Run. I yeah. You shouldn't this do is... something called the Black Ice Run. You shouldn't. I, I mean, I agree. You'll die of decapitation. Yeah, that too. <laughs> it's a silly... It's like... It's a wild first kill. Like, you expect something more, like... <laughs> More oh okay, not the first kill, but the first on screen kill. The first on screen kill, and it's a child being murdered with a sled. Yeah. In the most violent way possible, I think. Yeah, and uh basically the kid gets all the blame. And he keeps the, saying the, snowman pushed him. The bully's dad is like, Of course you're gonna be angry. He's like insane punching child angry. Yeah, he's he's off. He's off. <laughs> like him and his wife's dynamic is like wild. He's horrible. Yeah. He's a terrible, terrible man. And his he gets a fun scene pretty soon, as I recall. Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty soon. We have the big argument between him and the sheriff, which just him being angry. Uh, and her, his wife being whatever character she is, I, I can't, I can't pinpoint her character. Um, she, she likes to be on top of the tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what's next? Uh, making soup. Making the, <clears throat> was it soup though? It was vegetables and water. I, I could not help but notice she was not using a broth. She was just cutting celery into tap water. That's how they do it in the Midwest. I mean, you're right. <laughs> when I lived in uh, Iowa, I had the worst fucking tuna melt of my entire life. And that's a story for a different podcast, but they don't know what they're doing out there. Uh, we get revealed that he still has the Jack Frost serial killer letters that he was sent. Yeah, he's very upset about them. Uh... I think this is another point where I said this is such a weird tone movie. I'm trying to figure out what this one was. Yeah, yeah. I'd oh, it was that was the uh, Paul with the with the ice. Yeah, Paul is a weird character overall. I like him though. Yeah, yeah, he's fun. He makes the town more of a rich tapping. Yeah, and again, I wrote down what is the deal with the mom because of this next scene of the family argument going on yeah i don't really remember the argument do you what were they Uh, even talking about well basically the tenant wants to go out she goes out and he calls her says she's looking like some sort of lady of the night (laughs) and then the mom said oh woman make tea i'll make tea i do remember that and yeah that just sucks and the dad says when i want philosophy i'll turn on oprah which is a horrible thing to say to someone who is, like, literally only trying to help you. Yeah. Uh, look at him t- getting taunted by the snowman. <laughs> yeah. 
And he's like, who's there? He walks all around the snowman. <laughs> Couldn't real realize it. The snowman takes the axe and makes him a throat goat. That was the funniest way to kill someone. That's incredible. <laughs> like, there's so much setup around this axe he has stuck in the log, and he's going to use it like an axe-ass axe, but... Then he gets the handle shoved down his throat, and I lost my mind. Such an amazing <sighs> scene. Uh, yeah. <sighs> See, uh, then after that, we he uh, I, this is where a point where I get confused by snow powers until they explain it later. He enters the house. He teleports all around, and then he strings the wife up on onto the tree. Yeah, which this is the only like really violent scene, but it's also it, very funny in the terrible. Yeah, way. he keeps mashing her face into a box of ornaments. She gets real fucked up, super bad. Yeah, um, and this is about where the FBI people come in. Oh, oh, <laughs> the, the I think my favorite character in all of this movie is the joke cop. The joke cop? The one that tells a joke at all the murder scenes all moments. <clears throat> oh, yes, 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 yes. When he, they find her body, he says, uh, should we leave her up for Christmas? Oh, God. He did do that. It's terrible. <laughs> didn't this, the this... kid also did that, didn't he? At the very beginning, there was some stuff that was horrible, and the kid's like, in a partridge in a pear tree, and the dad's like, that's great. Well, that's just a dumb kid. That's fine. Yeah, this is a full-grown adult. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and... Oh, I forgot. Uh, Paul walks in into the house and sees her strung up, sees the giant snowman, and runs away. And he's running for, like, most of the rest of the movie. Well, you know how it is. Uh, I have Man of Science written down. I'm trying to figure out what this was a reference to. Was it Agent's stone someone said oh i'm a man of science oh no no he said you don't seem like a man of science was that it i don't know agent stone is here now though uh let's see throat goat seven foot snowman uh the joke cop makes another joke about the fbi guy fbi people are here okay fbi people are here the joke cop makes another joke uh they say what the hell is eating him and he says i'll bet it's not his girlfriend that's. I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> uh, uh, didn't I think this is where Chris dies after this? Yeah. He at least he went out with a good joke. Uh, if you're gonna go out, I think at this point they asked Chris to go check on Paul because he was just running around, I guess, and he finds a snowman. He sees it, he disappears, and he says, oh, I guess thermal updrafts. There's a lot of one-liners in this movie that are, um... I'll be honest, they breezed right past me because the scenes between them are... We're getting into some of the most stunning stuff in the movie real soon, I feel. Yeah, uh... (laughs) We get a scare... We get a... A scary setup scene, and I was like, "Not the bill." <laughs> Can you? Are we approaching the scene at the sheriff's house? I think which one? Um, the one where the sheriff is not there. 
the one okay we're at the one where the where it seems like the jack frost is going to attack the mom but he doesn't it's just the other cop ah okay uh walk us through that because that one that one's gone for me uh basically that she's getting stuff for i guess supplies and whatnot and and basically the just the for I think we're already to the point where they're doing a full curfew now. Yeah, um, they, the curfew scene, um, the announcement, right? They made that at the town hall. Yeah. And uh, the guy who owns the hardware store is like punching the heads off of snowmen. <laughs> oh, yeah. that Yeah, that's why they went. That's why they sent Chris to go check on him because he did that. That's that's pretty special. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that guy's got his head screwed on, right? He's the only one who's identified the problem and started going after it. So yeah, good for seven, him. Yeah, seven foot tall snowman. Uh, yeah, she he went to go get blankets, and then the other cop came in there, and he kind of snuck stuck in there and scared her. And we thought the water was the the Jack Frost, but no, it was just an actual leak happening, and. He talked talking about linoleum. I got it out and all that. And then we get to the horny teens. Yeah, and this has some really one funny kill and one regretful <laughs> kill. Yeah, uh, basically as revenge for her brother dying, they're going to have sex in the sheriff's house. I guess is that why they decided it was the I sheriff's guess. house? I guess. It's I, I, that's the only reason. That's the only reason. Sounds like this doesn't make any fucking sense. Why are we going to the sheriff's house? And I never got an answer once they were in there. I have a note here. If we get boobs in here, I'll riot. You'll riot. If we get boobs in this movie, I'll riot. Uh, well, we didn't get boobs. We did so, get a we did get a, a Midwest strip show. That was that was the. <laughs> Funniest scene in the movie. That was amazing. So many layers. So many, and they didn't even get out of their long john. Yeah, uh, we get a a premature ejaculation joke. The guy. If I was anyone ready, I'd explode. Oh, I get it. And then we get the wine joke with also with basically the same joke. Yeah, he's just like trying to open a bottle of wine. It's like, oh, it's his dick. And then we get to the freezer. It's fucking cram packed. I thought I thought the ice and the wine were going was going to be a plot point because the camera focused on it so much. But no, it was nothing. You know, it's just foreshadowing. That's good filmmaking. It was nothing. The <laughs> uh, I I don't know. Uh, she's in the music and brushing her hair for forever. While he's getting killed by the world's most pissed off snow cone, it ain't frosty and brain freeze. That's that's a good line. That's a good fucking. I fucking love this horrible killer man. <laughs> Not for long, you don't. No, I don't. Uh, he's the fucking waste. Actually, it turns out. Um, uh, I have down boobs. Where? They weren't in my film. No, I was. I, this is preeminently. I think at the moment the strip happens for the bath. Oh yes, she has a sexy bath. I guess. 
Uh, and then, yeah, yeah. It freezes. it. The, uh, the tub yeah. freezes. And she's like, the most insane thing ever said, don't add cold water. <laughs> like... <sighs> the, uh, this, I can't, I can't, I can't describe a scene. I can't. I'm leaving this to you, Moxie. I'm leaving this to you. What? I'm leaving this to you, this scene. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you're sending it to me? No, I'm, I'm leaving it to, I'm leaving the description describing the scene to you. Oh, I, for some reason I thought you said DMing it to me. Oh, no, no. I was like, I don't need to see it again. Um, no, no one needs to. <laughs> All right, so I'm just gonna let's let's drop a classic trigger warning. There's some sexual assault that takes place here, um, yeah. but only in the vaguest sort of implicative sense of the word. Because <laughs> this, I hate this. I hate this. American Pie Girl is laying on her back in the tub. Tub freezes over. Snowman starts to rise out of the tub, and his nose is conspicuously missing. Yeah. You might be thinking, correctly, that he left it in the freezer. So then he picks her up, and using no implement whatsoever, definitely not the carrot that he left in the freezer, he picks her up and bounces her against the shower wall in a way that is optically sexual and seems to concuss her to death. But she definitely... There was no carrot depicted in the scene until the very end when he used his teleportation powers to summon it out of the freezer and put it back on his. Yes, I. Hmm. This is this is this is like what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, after this, also there's a she waves at the window because like her arms failing and a guy waves back. Who's just walking? Just walking the walking just walk there, I guess. Uh you know how it is. Uh this is, this isn't about twenty miles everywhere, there's nobody. So we could go back to the FBI after the after the death scene. And they talk, talk about blockades and how there's like no way to get in here from like twenty miles anywhere. That sucks for the whole town of like nine people. Yes. Uh, we also get a big reveal of... I think this is about the point where they start actually revealing the plot some. Where Stone talks... Actually talks... Stone says some cool shit. Um, they, they grill him a bit and he's like, What the fuck? Why can't we kill it? He's like, We have to capture it. Because it's proof that the soul is not metaphysical. It's a fucking chemical. Yeah. Uh, this is actually sometime after this, but like, oh, oh yeah, the Jack Frost comes to the police station. They decide to, uh, they decide to outrun it because they cannot kill it and they don't have any means to destroy it. And, and they decide a bunch of aerosol sprays and blow it up. And he just walks through the fume, and they forget the key to the window, so he just walks through the fumes for. I feel it feels like hours <laughs> to get the key. Not only that, and I don't want to skip ahead too far. No, please. It feels like hours for him to fight <laughs> his way through the smog hallway of poisonous hairspray. The whole time, 
the guy who owns the hardware stores in his cell just <laughs> gagging. They completely forgot about Paul. They just left Paul locked in there. <sighs> he didn't even cover his nose. Uh-uh-uh. Now, he, he, he did try and wrap his face up there toward the end, but uh, we live in an age of masks, and we can tell that that's not good mask etiquette. That yeah. shit was dangling. I think this moment I said, oh yeah, there's another 20 minutes left in this, after the explosion. Well, 20 minutes is just enough time for, um, for them to come up with some of the worst plan I've ever seen in my life for how to deal with this. Uh yeah. Uh after after that and him reforming and becoming being Picasso, this is where he t- talks about the research stuff and how and he bonded with inert material, I guess, and the soul is a chemical and all that. That shit's fucking cool. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, some setup happening here. What is happening here? Oh, they have a they have a plan now. After he reforms and gets that together, they have a plan. To get him to the furnace. And they basically just hair dryer him, push him to the furnace. Yeah, everyone gangs up with a hair dryer dryer and pushes him through the church down into the cellar where the furnace is. And then they and, put they put him in the furnace, I guess. And that worked out perfectly. Roll credits. Yeah. Except they it even said we iced him, I guess. Which does not make any sense. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, then he turns into Jack Steam, and then Jack Condensation, and then Jack Frost again. It's like this whole movie, you could just put it in a 7th grade science class and be like, we're gonna learn about the water cycle today, like... Uh, straight up kills the FBI guy, and then he... Stone start, tries to bargain with him. It doesn't work. And he... I guess he jumps into Stone's body? Uh, yeah, he tries to puppeteer him, and it looks real fucked up. He looks like Jack Frost from Santa Claus a little bit. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm gonna say this, just because I'm still mad about last December. Both Jack Frost that we met today, better than that one. (laughs) I was gonna say something, but it it wasn't gonna fit. It wasn't gonna fit. Uh, yeah, and he just... When it when charade is obviously not working, he just pu- pukes him up. Yeah, it's it's such a poorly done. Like you can see that it's like firing behind his head. Yeah, it's so uh, good. I love he says, it. He says, "Don't eat yellow snow." I guess. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> Nobody did. Now you're just saying stuff about snow. Uh, he chases after the sheriff and the kid, and they go in the car. They try to escape. He can't get out, but then he grabs the oatmeal, the oats from before, and he oh, throws them, put, puts it up against the snowman, and it's burning him. It's hurting him. It's working. Why is, put it it, working? why is it working? Just <laughs> the kid put anti-freeze in oats. What? So it wouldn't get cold. Fuck? <laughs> I, I, this, this, this movie is so good. Is it good? Well, yeah, actually. Yeah. It was uh, challenging, but I, I did have a, a lot of fun with it. He says the ball joke again to lure him away. And they he basically t- tells Paul to grab as much freeze as he can. And they do. Uh, I have a horny joke. Oh, yeah. 
they he when he goes into the building to lure him up there, there's like I feel like there's like whip sounds happening from some of the rooms. I can't tell if that's supposed to be like a funny joke or if that's just ambient noise. I this is when he's running down the hall knocking on doors, right? Yeah. One of them for sure was like someone cheating on their husband. Yeah. And that's the only one I remember. Just like, oh shit, my husband's home. Yeah, because like after that was like I think whip sounds randomly from yeah. one of them. And like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh he put he slurs him to the top of the tower, he pushes him off when the truck gets there, and then you get they jump into the antifreeze. And Jack becomes flesh, I guess. He always seemed to have some flesh in him, I guess. I guess. Because when they melt half of his head, there's like, it's not really a brain. It's like a bundle of nerves. Yeah. He does have a heart at one point, I guess. I guess. Uh, and his arm falls out of the snow for, for what I thought was sequel bait was actually just a scare bait. Fucking got us. Yeah, he grabbed the kid. They baptized the kid in antifreeze. And then we get a slow ballad to end us out. Hell of a movie. Yeah. And then we get the setup of the chemicals, the antifreeze, bubbling up under the snow. That shit's so stupid. Why did they bury just loose bottles of antifreeze under the ground? <laughs> yeah, the FBI shows up. They say, like, what do we want to tell them? Well, we'll I, I don't even know what they said. It doesn't matter. It's like, you don't want to put this, like, wherever they put the Ark of the Covenant. Like, this is, you should probably put him away. Yeah, minus, minus that one scene, this was a fun movie. Yeah, um, I kind of feel like in watching both, it was kind of like waiting 90 minutes to see the good one. Um, <laughs> and the good one was pretty bad. Like, at least it was bad in a fun way. Yeah. Uh, the movies are very parallel, very similar, very similar themes. Yeah, they're called fucking Jack Frost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any any final thoughts on these? Um, I wish they had the same cast. You know what? That would that that wouldn't be bad. They basically do have the same cast. I I want the people from the horror movie to do the story of the nothing movie. Yeah. I feel like they could elevate it. Uh, British guy and Paul basically the same characters. The the moms are basically the same characters. Uh, I mean, you wrote down kind of a milf for both. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they literally dress the same. <sighs> this, I feel like, I feel like they could have put more. They have had so many snow puns, and in, in in this one especially, they had so many snow puns. I feel like a writing failing. Of- both movies is the desire to use snow puns without a good reason to use them. Yeah. Yeah. I did like, um, I, I really enjoyed, um, <clears throat> there's a final scene in, uh, in 97, the horror movie, um, where they're drowning Jack Frost in the antifreeze. And it's incredibly clear that it's an inflatable snowman. <laughs> and, I, I lost my mind because the snowman has like these big dumb mittens that happen throughout the entire movie. This stupid mitten just comes in from the side of the screen. Um, but that's the I sell that prop at my job. <laughs> <sighs>
Yeah, this is definitely. Yeah. Okay. What's the What's the plan for 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 July? <laughs> oh God. Um. Do you wanna Do you wanna watch Fred Claus? I hear that's a good movie. That's the problem, though. I will watch Fred Claus if you will watch Christmas with the Cranks. I don't. What is this? <laughs> I know this. Oh, why? Oh, no. Not Tim Allen again. I. Will you accept my challenge? Oh, this is the lights. Oh. I'm not, or am I mixing this with Deck the Halls? It doesn't matter. Okay, I'm down. I'm down. <sighs> well, uh, another year, another successful Christmas. Let's come up with a name real quick because. <laughs> okay, what are the two movies you're watching? Fred Claus and Christmas with the Cranks. Do you want to call this Just Claus 3? Just. just <laughs> um, or Just Claus 4. <laughs> We could call it Cranking with Fred. (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll find out when we get there. Uh, This has been been Wheeler the Podcast. The Podcast. The Podcast. We'll be back uh, eventually. Uh, Yep. Uh, If not next Christmas, then sooner. Okay. Uh, I've been Moxie as always. You know where to find me on the internet by now. Have a good holiday. Happy holly jolly Christmas. Happy holly jolly Christmas.